Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with Deepom and Roe, and we are back to review episode three of season one of Hawkeye Echoes. After escaping a new threat, Kate and Clint join forces against an expanding criminal conspiracy. Let's jump right into this. What do you guys think? Hello. I, I I liked I liked that they they brought Maya. Um I I love Echo. And I'm hoping that means that that laugh was actually Vincent D'Onofrio. That's who it sounded like. It really well, did. Well, so I was I didn't want to say this last week, but like he retweeted the, her picture and I think it is him. And I think not only just his oh, laugh, yeah. but the, I I think it is. I think they're bringing him back for that because he retweeted and was like he's very excited so like and i i was just like did anybody else miss this because like, i just haven't seen anybody oh, no, talk I about saw it. it i okay, saw cool. it i saw him tweeting saying very excited about marble things even yeah. before he did the yeah the retweet of maya's face i do believe that at, even at a minimum he came back to give us a laugh and a hand mm-hmm. i really hope there's more though i want more mm-hmm. so yeah so i i definitely noticed that too and i was like okay all right and um i'm, I'm time for that cool uh Deepon, what you think so let's do the episode first. The episode I thought was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed how they took David Aja and um, that car chase and translated it to the actual film. I love the way they shot the car chase with the 360 continuous shot inside the car. I thought that was really mm-hmm. a nice, unique touch. Um, <clears throat> as far as Mythos building and the things that are coming next, there are two ways to play this. Either giving us that first Echo arc from Daredevil with Hawkeye in place of Daredevil, or uncle's going to be Kate's mother's fiance. Yeah, I thought about that too. Mm-hmm. I thought about that. And they're going to use that to catapult that into mm-hmm. the Echo series that we know is coming. Mm-hmm. One of those two is going to occur. There's only three episodes left. And so I think it'd be neater <clears throat> from a storytelling perspective to make it Kate's um, mother's fiance. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be Vincent D'Afrio too. I want it to be Fisk. I want it to be yeah. the man behind the fat man. And also, when we saw Ronan or whoever was in that suit take out that gang that Maya watched, we don't get a date on that. Mm-hmm. Right. So apparently this is two years post-Blip because they've had enough time to build this show. In that time, which means it's two years since in-game, anyone could get in that suit and that sword in that time. Why was Duquesne so hot to get it back? Why did you feel comfortable with it at Clint's neck? How does he know if the Ronan has been operating without his knowledge, that would justify both Maya's disbelief in him when she says, no, Ronan is, is back. It's not a room. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think there's, and also you got the, uh, the, 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 the underboss saying, look, your father always put the crew first. Mm-hmm. He believed in loyalty. Vince relies on fear. If mm-hmm. the crew is first, it means I'm not. I, Vince could tell him to kill everybody in that fucking room. Mm-hmm. Because the crew is first. All right. Yeah. I I think it's... Go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say... I'm with you. I want it to be Fisk. I want it to be... I think... But I also know that Marvel is good at playing it, which you you want Mm -hmm. and giving you that, which is why they don't show you who it is. I'm with you. I want it to be Fisk. I feel like it's Fisk in my soul. But I feel like in in, in my heart, I want it to be soul. My head tells me it's Jack. My heart tells me it's Jack because, like you said, that's neater for the story. It makes sense, like you said, the end with him holding that sword because that is not just a regular sword. He's holding Ronan's sword. That is the sword that he's holding at Hawkeye's neck, right? At Clint's neck. So 
Like, I feel like that's probably what it is. And it makes sense because we know this man has no problem killing people. So I feel like that's what it is. Um, right. Like, my but head I tells also me think that. that you guys are both underestimating the story arc that comes from Kate's own family with her mother. Mm-hmm. Mm. So no, I, that's why I think the other twist is going to be that Kate's mom isn't surprised. She's in on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that's. I mean, they keep dressing her in scarlet red. That like, uh, I, I, Faye, he likes. Faye, he loves to give red herrings, and a lot of them are rooted and designed around women. Uh, so that may be the thing, but they could be very well setting her up to be a villain and doing it in a in a massively straightforward fashion. I don't think that she's as out of the loop as, um, like looking at her through her daughter Kate's eyes. Oh no, no, with, I don't think. Know, wait, wait, just, just yeah. to be clear, I don't think she. Uh, no, no. So we're. Fo- I'm focusing on the uh, this it being Jack, not Fisk, in that moment. That does but not take Eleanor off the hook. But I think it could hook. still be Fisk. I think that we could be underestimating the hierarchy and the structure of his organization oh, as to oh, what the sure. levels. So, I mean, they, they did it before, and it's how he managed oh. to keep getting away. So, I think, I think, I, I think, I think you're both right. Which is weird for me and slightly an uncomfortable thing to have to say out loud. I don't like it. But I think you're both right on maybe like slight dovetails of what they do. Because if we really are going to get a spinoff from Echo, it does make sense that there's a little bit more neatly packaging that's coming out of this. It does make sense that they kind of get away from some of the stuff that was done in the Netflix series. They've already changed her backstory. So we can see exactly how much they, you know, they evolve and move away from that. But I think it also leaves the door open for that one thing that you just said, her father always said the crew came first and that opens us back to the door of, was it really Ronan who killed her father or was it her father got set up by Fisk, you know, but I I think, I think this is probably giving more dynamic and intrigue into this as we also still develop the brother, sister, buddy, comedy chemistry, because you are both correct. This was absolutely some diehard lethal weapon. Conversation level banter, and I think that's one of the things that I am appreciating that they manage as things get darker and they get more hectic. And you're right, we get the more beautiful and impressive aerial shots with the action. I'm still liking the grounded action, like the the fight in the warehouse where she gets away, and like one of the moves is where she slides and pulls herself around the pole to take people out, and like the physicality. Uh, yes, you can't bring that up without bringing up clamping. Like you'll get the signal, then you run. Yes. And then the signals, of course, I'm going to shoot your wrist free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're like, that's yeah. not a signal, sir. Well, also, not just, not also signal. it also just kind of reminds you that, yeah, it, the, the one difference between this and Lethal Weapon is that, yeah, Clint's getting too over this shit, but he's still really good at this shit. No, like, Clint's so yeah. fucking nice with that phone. Like, you just kind of remind yourself, it's like, uh, like, oh, this is a guy with a bow and arrow. How bad can he be in here? It's like, it's, it's, it, it relates to the arrow thing again. It's like, it's a guy with a bow and arrow. You know, he's like, yeah, but that guy with a bow and arrow is actually really nice with that shit. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, he's, and he stands next to a god and no one flinches. So, right. you tell me how dangerous that man with the bow and arrow is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you rely too much on technology. My signature weapon is a piece of two pieces of wood with a piece of string. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. You're like, mm, but does he? I do. I will have to say some more of the contemporary beat that I wish they would handle. And I think it's because I'm spoiled a little after the way that they kind of dug in to the world in Mackie, 
with you know taking over and picking up the shield with sam and the elements that were happening in the world around i feel like they handled those a little bit more gracefully than they're handling some of the stuff with clint and i and i and i and i'm getting a heavy whiff of pay no attention to the fact that he's a mass murderer in the in in the actual and that's kind of it's no, they're awesome. definitely dealing with that because ronan was never unmasked as part of the entry and while kate's like hinting at that i know you're ronan he is i think it's i think like the, you watch the doubt in the the when he, when he says natasha romanoff Mm-hmm. Right. Now who killed Ronan? That's what, like the, the moment she grabbed his hand, she killed Ronan. And I think we're seeing the actual weight of that. I think Clint spent two years running from it. I mean, the rest of the world. I mean, they, they're. But, 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 hold on. This isn't. That, yeah. That's not what the story is about. The story is about Clint deciding who he's going to be and who he is. And I don't, it's not about him. I agree, but I I agree. I'm not talking. I don't want him exposed. I don't think that's necessary for him to be exposed. I think the way that they are laying out his crimes that he needs to play for redemption. And I don't mean that flippantly when I use the word play. I mean, I feel like kind of how you got bothered with the LARP scene and, and you felt like it was a little too shallow or it went in a direction you weren't comfortable with. I'm not. I wish they have opportunities here to kind of dig in to the truly effed up nature of what happened when he went off the rails and put on that suit and became Ronan. And I I think that's, I think that's what we're getting. I want more. I feel like we're even just three episodes in, especially with the introduction of echo with the, especially with the way they open this episode. I, I, I feel like some of the, the, the explanations he's giving Kate, even as he's trying to make her understand that there are costs to what it is and it's not all pretty and it's not about the costume. I feel like they're slow playing just a little too much slow playing about the cost. Well, no, no. So I think the story, but no, but I, well, no, I think it is part of the story, but I think the reason why they're slow painting it is because you're, so I actually, the, the reason why I'm okay with what they're doing with it is because I feel like, they're slow playing it because the character you're getting the information from is somebody who doesn't want to talk about. It. So I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about this during the okay. the, mo- the moment, and, and it really hit me when the moment when his kid called, when his kid called, and Kate's translating it for him on the paper. Right, it hit you. Mm-hmm. Clint's had five Christmases with his family. This is supposed right. to be the first Christmas that he has with his family. He's trying everything possible to forget what he did for that five years. So when he has Kate sitting here talking about, hey, let's, you need branding, you need to get out there, he just wants to forget and doesn't want to talk about it. So I get you what you're saying about it, it feels like he's kind of yada yada. It's because he's, is, I feel like it's on purpose. I'm not saying that I have a problem with the way they're doing it with Clint specifically. I'm saying that I feel like possibly there's an element missing. I don't think it should be coming from Clint. I don't. But I feel like somewhere in this story, we don't necessarily deal very well with a lot of the perception of who ends up as a villain. This is not me establishing a villain agenda before you go there, too. Um, It's more about how we handle the contemporary world and what we make it look like around, because this New York looks really clean. And that bothers me. And then but when it does, this isn't a story about the world. This, like you're, you're asking for the story to tell you a different story. This is a story. I'm not asking for the story to tell okay. me a different story. You have a hyper, hyper overconfident, cocky, extremely sheltered and 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 privileged girl who's jumping down into a lot of the gritty. Now he's trying to 
curb and turn her in directions that possibly lead away from her making some of the same mistakes that he made or being short-sighted about things that he was short-sighted about. But in doing that, I feel like there's something missing in there that gives a juxtaposition between what he's saying and her naivety. Because this is where you fall into the hole of sometime I look at this and like, are we not going to talk about the fact that every single person that Ronan targeted was brown? Are we not going to talk about the fact that the way that he went about exacting his vintage took a very specific path? I feel like there's just a little bit of something missing to juxtapose what he's teaching her, what he's telling her, even the reticence to what he doesn't want to talk about. Now, us as people who've seen the movies and have been here since the beginning of the phase, we know all these things. We can follow and pick up all these things. Hell, we've even seen the Netflix shit. We know the pieces of stuff that they haven't even really given us in this specific MCU. But I feel like just one little element of what we didn't say about the other episodic shows is it still felt like we were getting a holistic 360. And if you were coming into this fresh on an episodic level, you were still getting all the pieces you missing. And I just feel like there's just that one little bit of element there. And I think it's essential to us knowing who Clint is to get it, but I don't think it should be his voice or narrative. I'm hoping because this is just the beginning, it still shows up, but I felt like this was the episode when it should have been there. I felt like that should have been the twin introduction with Echo. Just because she felt a little weightier. She felt a little grounded. Her motives seem very clear. But also the world that she lives in that is very, very gray also feels like it's got just a little bit of extra depth and character to it. And I just don't want the the villain to outpace Clint, if that makes any sense. And I also don't want it to outpace the growth that Kate gets, if that makes any sense. Because I'm really enjoying this. And all the pieces we've got are fantastic. I just feel like something in that is not, it's, it's not hitting for me. I think you're going to get it. I think you, I, th- I, th- I, am I, I am think, I being impatient? I think you're being impatient because okay. like, well, cause it goes back to what we were saying before. Like we, we know, we noticed the other person that was there with her father at that, when she was in the, when she was young in that gi, right? We see the other mm-hmm. person like, was that Jack? Was that Fisk with it? So that right there gives us clearly that there's more to the story being told. Like I knew when she showed up at that, at that shop that her father was going to be there and be killed. And you're going to see that he's related to some, I didn't know exactly was going to be the tracksuit mafia, but it's clearly involved with somebody else. Right. And we already know that there's somebody above them, you know, her uncle, this, we know this is other things that are there. So I feel like what you're at, what you're, what you're saying is going to come, but they couldn't do here because then it's going to reveal some of the other things that we think they're trying to soul roll it in right okay okay that's fair and that's why we think okay if it feels like i maybe it's because i'm really enjoying this and everything feels like it's kind of really well developed and it just feels nice like 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 i love how they introduced Er 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 echo like like the way they gave the background i also love the fact that we got that on screen versus in the animated back in backstory development of what they gave kate And I feel like we're seeing two people kind of develop at a pace. So maybe I just got impatient. Maybe I can can take that. If we're we're talking about what what they might do, right? If this revealed Mm -hmm. that... So I think it was actually Clint Ezronin who who did all that killing um, there just because he was way too... um, He knew way too much about what happened at that place. So I think so. But 
I believe that you're going to start because we know there's an Echo TV show. We know there's a you know, so this is also kind of a backdoor pilot to that character. So we know that character's coming on. So I feel like they can't show you too much because they have to show something else in there to kind of be like, wait, there's more to this story. So we got, like you said, so the first episode we get Kate's understanding of who Hawkeye is and her thing, continually thinking Hawkeye's a hero. He's this great person. He's just awesome. His problem is branding. Love the fact that they mentioned, and we're not going to get it, but even the fact that they mentioned the damn costume, right? The, yes. the ridiculousness of the costume. I, so you get that, you get that, that image of her, right? You then get here with Echo, who gets an entirely different upbringing and things like this about the world that she has to try to fit into because her family couldn't afford to send her to a deaf school. And she had to basically fit into this world that just wasn't trying to be accommodating for her and, 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 and work with her on this. Right. So you get that what gives her a totally different introduction than Kate has. So you have these two people, these two women, they have very different upbringings. One's a spoiled, let's be honest, Kate's spoiled. Right, who's a spoiled brat who wants to be a hero because she thinks it's what does he say? Trick arrows and cool costume, right? Right. And then you have you have, you have Maya who is literally doing this because this was this was her survival. This is what her family is, and and this is tied to you know her uncle giving her putting her in control when her when her father was was killed. And so I think that that's part of the two things you're going to see. And we know, unlike uh, what's her name from um. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, we know she's not dying because she's getting a solo movie. So Right, but that's right. why I said I don't, I'm not, I, I, may, I'm, it's not about making the story bigger than Clint. It's about giving a real 180 on Clint, which is why I said I'm really, I appreciate, and I kind of, I now that you guys have put it in a different perspective, I appreciate the way that they are kind of like dragging this out of Clint's character. But I feel like for the story and for the mystery they're developing and for the development of something, there's something in the dynamic in that part of the story about Clint and the what's happening with him in New York for this mystery that I just feel is missing. Now, if you guys think it's because I'm being impatient, I, I'll eat that. I'll eat that. I mean, they got me, they got me in less than five episodes. So that's their fault. I mean, that I, I'm ready for it now. I mean, feed me, but there, I just feel like there's some, there's something that needs to be juxtaposed about us watching Clint travel through figuring out and try to reconciling who he became in those five years and what he has to do now. I, I there's, there's something I need and I'm not getting it. I don't, and I don't I, know what I, it is. I, think it's because I don't know what there. it is. Well, I don't think he's trying to reconcile. Maybe that's it. Maybe no, that, I think that's. I mean, that. just hearing you maybe. say that, he's not trying to reconcile. He's trying to go home for things. He's just trying to go home for Christmas. He's trying to forget. Reconcile means having to sit down, talk about it, and stuff like that. But nothing he's done right now is to talk about it because he's still not admitting that he's Ronan. His wife knows, yes, but he's not trying to go from that because again, remember what he says: Black Widow killed Ronan. Black Widow's the one that right. pulled him from that, and she died. Right. Okay. So I don't right. think he's, he's trying to for, like he's right. reconciliation yet. Yeah, he hasn't gotten he to reconciliation. Yeah, he. You might not get reconciliation to the last episode for him because he's not he needs trying to, realize to deal with He it. needs that to go home, and that's that's the hero journey here. It's yeah. I have to realize that I have to reconcile myself before I'm allowed yeah. to return. Yeah, to he's where not. I be. Yeah, everything. Okay, everything okay. maybe maybe okay. Maybe I'm just being impatient with the confrontation that he needs to hit that point. Maybe yeah, okay, not, I can live well, with that. Okay, here's the thing I will say, and this goes back to like I said, that conversation with his kid was kind of tough because he's not ready for that conversation yet because. He hasn't come to turn like 
again, when you think about everything that people have lost during this time, out of all the Avengers, like, not I don't want to say all the Avengers that he's lost the most, but, like, he's lost a lot. He lost his best friend, and he lost his family for five years, where he went on a <laughs> murderous rampage of mostly criminals. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's going through a lot here, and he's having to deal with that. And I think he his way of dealing with it is he just wants to go home and do he wants to do movie night. He wants to do ugly sweater night with his family and do all the things that does he really want to do them? No, but they're with his family. And that's all he wants. He doesn't want to it, it reminds me of when um that in the first episode when he was standing next to the the dude wanted a uh, uh an autograph for him as Hawkeye. Not as Ronan, just as Hawkeye. Nobody knows him as Ronan, but as Hawkeye. He doesn't want to deal with that. He doesn't want to even be Hawkeye, right? And well, so well, I think well that's part of it, the them not believing he deserves even the accolades because he has the shadow over. Ex- exactly. So, so, so why he can't be in the costume or can't be a bright hero is because of the shadow. Right. And so I think that that's what it is. And 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 this and I think this goes back to that conversation that him and and um uh uh, uh Black Widow had back in the first Avengers. They both have a lot of red in their ledger, right? And mm-hmm. even that moment when she decides that she's going to um she's going to sacrifice herself for the soul stone instead of him, he believes it should have been him, not just because of what he done as Ronan. I think that's another thing too, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that him going to becoming Ronan, why this is a bigger issue, him becoming Ronan, it's just a, it was a natural progression of what he would have been if he didn't have his family as Hawkeye. Because as Hawkeye, like you said, he was, I mean, come on, he's basically another assassin, right? He always, yeah, like, and, he said, like you said, it's and like, like, narratively speaking, yeah. like the reason it was Natasha was, she had reconciled her past. She had mm-hmm. spent those five years building something. He yeah. spent five years destroying. We've talked about this a million times. He had to live because he, his story's not over. Yeah. Now, this is the turning right. point of the story. This is the point where he realizes yeah. that it's time to balance things. And part of that's going to be training Katie in the way it should be, not the way it is. Yeah. Natasha reconciled with her family because, again, and this all ties in great to the fact that Black Widow came out after she would, she'd already been di- she already died. Yeah. Right. But I thought, she, I thought they did it before even they showed us the movie because no, no, they no, showed did. us in that gap. Yeah, you did. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, mm-hmm. but it, even more so, you, but see, by seeing what she did in Black Widow, you're like, oh, now I see how she became the woman in the chair during that gap in Endgame because she had already reconciled that stuff previously with her family she had already gotten to the point where she could do that clint hasn't even come close to that yet right he hasn't yeah just, yeah you I guys are right that's what i'm missing that's what i'm missing so yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's like you're ready for him to reconcile he's like what reconcile what, what are no you about? i just like, don't <laughs> want this to turn into how do you rehabilitate a serial killer i actually am enjoying the conflict and your guys's perspective on where he is in his head makes a lot more sense and i do have a tendency to keep them lockstep because they've been lockstep in the mcu together mm-hmm. but you know he was at work. This was his job. It like it never stopped being a job until it cost him something he couldn't get back. And he went completely off the rails. And we got to see what happens to him without the leashes that he put him on put on himself to remind him that the, who and what he does this for. You know, he's the guy who's like in the military. You know, he has a very clear focus and why he does what he does and who he does it for. And if you unmoor that kind of person you got to there's a reckoning with who you've trained them to be when you they you you take away the thing that reminds them that you know there's the line stay on this side of it so mm-hmm. yeah no I, I i yeah i just don't want this to turn into how you rehabilitate a serial killer because i am i i have enjoyed all of that but you're right i have to start divorcing uh, isn't that your favorite genre of anything 
No, <laughs> smarty pants. It's not. I don't necessarily need my serial killers to be redeemed. Hmm. Yeah, so I, think, I, think, I think the big but, thing is, but I, yeah. but I, I have to, I have to divorce the journey and the steps that have been taken that Natasha had taken because you're right. Like in the five years, you know, she stayed in, she dug in, she, she's kept moving and striding, and she never let hope die for her, even when she became, you know, dejected. She, and I think it's right now that we've seen her prequel movie, we understand why she was able to stay in that perspective she also probably didn't lose everything even if she lost people in the snap Mm -hmm. he did and he had nothing and he had no anchor and because the being an avenger was a job the disconnect for him was much more well harsh and sharp uh, and he was at a distance to them so it's not like they could get to him well take a step further he kind of he had kind of gotten resolved uh gotten moved to like bench status as the Avengers. And he did it himself, right? Because yeah. in Civil he War... He the ankle monitor well, well, and went home. Well, well, yeah. Silver, uh, uh, Civil War, he came in only because he got called in for that. Um, he took the ankle monitor, like you said, and he wasn't in, in, in Infinity War, and went home to be a family man, literally, right? So he had kind of given up and, and moved away from that and, and finally found the peace, and then it was literally taken from him from there. And And like you said, I... I, you know, you're right. You know, you don't want to just come in and how do you rehabilitate a serial killer? The thing about it is, I think if you were to ask Clint that right now, his answer would be like, I can't. And so the only thing I can do is not think about what I did back then and spend as much time with my family as possible. And, and that's his burn it. And so I think that's where you're going to see this, 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 I think with the story, with Maya's story and with um, Kate's story, you're going to get a little bit of Clint realizing that one, once, in, once you're in the game, you're always in the game. You know, is that, is what, is what Wong said to Song Chi? It's like, strap in, dude. You're not leaving. You're mm-hmm. in. You know, and I think that's one thing that Clint has to come, come. One, he has to forgive himself, right? He has to forgive himself. And he definitely has not gotten to that point. He's not at step one yet <laughs> to even get right. close to that. And I, I think also that, think it's yeah. going to come down to whether or not he can do what Maya had to do, what her father told her. You're going to have to learn to navigate this world. You're going to have to move mm-hmm. between this world in two different ways. And he doesn't even acknowledge that there's a there's more schisms in his world than it was. So I did think it was a nice touch that they broke his hearing aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it gave you a visual like it, it completely immersed him in a in a in a, a crossroads that he is also ignoring. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, appreciate too because uh, we got this hint of what else was the tracksuit mafia after in the they you know we got we got distracted we didn't talk about it but what else was the tracksuit mafia after uh, in the venture uh, Avengers mansion uh, the venture not mansion the venture complex that got blown up which is mm-hmm. the after the watch so what's with the watch. Maybe I'm telling just, maybe you, just to watch. Maybe just Palm, to watch. Ever since you said it the first time we were talking about it, that this whole thing is going to come down to a watch. I can't. I can't get away from that. That that's that. I can't keep going back to the fraction Ajna thing. I'm like, well, all that story is like super small too about like someone trying to buy a block of property. Like mm-hmm. that's a small, intimate story. It's the fluctuation mm-hmm. of being able to tell a multiversal like skating story, and also like these things wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. And, right. the, and, and the misadventures that follow therein like it's just right. like no we're throwing around pym arrow like yeah. 
<laughs> I saw that. I was, like, I was like, I was like, what are we doing? I was like, wait, we got it. Oh, look at this, man. Shoot it up. Yeah, we got like, Katie. Ex- excuse me. Right. I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. It, I like that because because no matter what, like it's been very grounded, like we've all said. But there's moments like that where we get, oh yeah, he's a fucking Avenger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Like Kate, Kate going. There are four more a- arrows in this bag more dangerous than that. And then you see the payment area like, yes, yeah. actually, yeah. there were. The answer is yes. <laughs> you know what? Valid points here. Valid points on both sides. I, like, I keep forgetting that. Again, how exactly how dangerous can he be? Right. You know, you start it's like, this is one of those things that you, you, you get like, oh, man, this guy has no power. to And then you start to it's like, oh, yeah, I realized this dude is actually very dangerous. Um, so if they put Hawkeye in space. And there is no gravity. There's no inward resistance. The arrows go on forever. It gets actually a lot scarier in space. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah. So I'm uh, not ready for that. Stop it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally saying. not ready for that. I'm not. But I mean, I think that's why I, I feel like some of the notes, the grace notes that we had to wait deeper into the earlier offerings for the episodic MCU took a minute. And I feel like they hit their stride a little here. Mm-hmm. The grace notes are coming faster. They're coming earlier. So the action is cleaner. Uh, like the the lines around the characters feel like they're more defined, and yet the shadows are deeper. Mm-hmm. And then you have to remember that this old man, you know, the only reason why Maya got to drop on him is because he's slower, mm-hmm. not because he can't mm-hmm. take her. But he's yeah, he's nice. He's nice, and it scares me. Well, I think that that and there's also the other thing too to remember is that um you know, they're also so trying to make this not even make it, but it's it's starting there. It's the you know, it's 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 during the Christmas time. So you get this Christmas feel to some of the stuff and there's these tones, but then you start realizing and you start realizing the darkness that is surrounding everything that's involved here. I mean, people are you know, people have been murdered, like this is a lot of the sword play, like there's a lot of stuff going on here. That's dangerous, and also the fact that again, you know, we know Eleanor is a, is evil because like she's running a security company that just has way too much power. So yeah, all she's this- just sort of blase about my mom has this database on all the criminals we can go look at. I'm like, what? Well, that also then leads into this idea of you know it again. My head tells me it's just Jack and the Swordsman, and that's who's up there. Yeah, who watches but- criminals tighter than the competition? Right, but him. but right, but then there's Fisk, Ooh. which it sounds like something Fisk would do and have access to. So, mm-hmm. like, it's, but do it's they have thing. to be mutually exclusive? I mean, because I well, would no, really and be they okay don't. if they're and, not and, mutually exclusive. And, and, I mean, and, and that's the thing too; they don't have to be. Like, because we know Jack is bad. We know Jack is there, some kind of somehow connected to all this anyway. So it could be Jack is answering to Fisk. So all this stuff could still be true and still be there. So yeah, um, um, yeah, so. And even if you don't, they don't show you Fist, this idea of setting him up for somebody who shows up in the Echo series. Well, when then, I tell you, I screamed. Yeah, I mean, then there's that. So, like, you know, we find out that the real reason Ronan did all this stuff is, or, you know, is because of, um, uh, because of Fisk, you know, then maybe she, tur- like, there's so many things. There's so many things here. I mean, because we just talked about the fact that there's this big, huge database. There's all this information. People have to be feeding it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. all of these. How many times have we talked about somebody's done something and it turned out that they were operating off tainted information? So it would be amazing. And amazing, I mean that only in the sense that it would give me delightful stories. Um, 
just you know don't put that well, out there now. Well, there's also we, you know, Deepak Mara was talking about this about we were covering the Flash earlier today, and we were talking about how you know on the the DC side, TV side, in in you know they they follow a lot of kind of the same things of from Marvel doing some of these things from the comics as early as possible, get them in there, things like that. And I was mentioning it's like how I haven't heard much about what DC Films is doing because it's just been so Marvel heavy because of you know the Into the Spider Verse across the spider-verse trailer that came out and we have uh no way home coming out and i'm like oh they've done um they're doing the multiverse and then deepon mentioned like hey you hey, they're taking all this stuff now you got you know you got to do street level and and cosmic and mystics and i'm like they're doing those things too and when you look at street level we've gotten that now with this series but also captain america and our soldier and so what a captain mm-hmm. america and our soldier showed mm-hmm. is is also the deeper wider you know underground criminal element that's there and so now establishing uh, that criminal element again here in the states raises the you know raises stakes even more with you know and so you can bring things like a fisk in and if you were you know if we're doing a bunch of spider-man things and you're dealing with somebody who dealing with characters that are related to daredevil well fisk is the top of the list you have to do fisk at some point right and we also know i believe now that i think about it you know, they Marvel got Fisk because of the Daredevil deal, not because of Spider-Man. So Fisk is there. We could use him. And again, D'Onofrio was a great Fisk. I think there's there's a handful of people from the from the the the, the Netflix series that I do want them to keep. He's one of them. John Bernthal as as Punisher is another one. I mean, I'm fine with uh, uh was it um what's what's our man who did who played Daredevil um Matthew Cox Matthew Cox yeah I'm fine with him too but like. Those are the, the, the uh, those Chris Ritter, Chris Ritter, huh? Chris Ritter is Jessica Jones. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 definitely that. That's yeah. the only one I wanted to make sure we got yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're true. I thought that was so, a given. My bad. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I completely forgot for her because I'm just like, well, that's that <laughs> no, that's just that's just they just followed Chris Ritter around for. Yeah, I'm just like, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that one because I just thought that we that was already understood that yeah, of course, yeah. Jessica Jones so, is a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, how many right. blocks away are we from her now? I mean, yeah. let's just have her pop up yeah. so we know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, good with yeah. all of these yeah, things yeah. you're saying. But like, but like, the, no, no, no. It needed to be said. Right. It needed to be yeah. said. We just kind but, of popping along like yeah. these things are like, you know, it's a given and it's going to happen. But it, yeah. it did need but, to be said. You're that, correct. But, but you're that, correct. Yeah, but but that would work because the, they they worked very well, um, in there. And so yeah. So I don't I don't know I. I could see the like my my heart wants the fist stuff to, to pan out and and again it, it we could get both we could do we can do both and, and go down the right even if it's not Donofrio as Fisk if they bring in somebody else as Fisk that's fine too but I feel like you you need that criminal boss element in the MCU now because we've done we're 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 going this big mystical route and we're doing all this stuff so I think we I think we need it I think I think it's necessary to have it um and go forward from there so um cool anything else you guys have about this episode are we gonna talk about the end or are we just gonna kind of leave that out there what about then i mean we're about, right. to a, we're about to get a fight so i mean so i can quit being like i gotta stop being broke and not only that i'm just like but like i mean you guys are broke but i mean you mean to tell me Tony didn't leave nothing in the will? Like, Tony take care of that baby and Gwyneth, man. Tony, <laughs> look, nah, dog. I'm like, I'm like, Brody, 
I bet, I bet Brody, I bet Brody rich as hell now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but actually, we know this because the same thing happened with Sam. It's like, wait, wait, Tony died. You, he ain't leaving us nothing. Tony, oh, Sam did broke. It said, yeah. Sam, when Tony died, Sam was on the outs with him. Now nah, we good. Yeah, yeah, and then, that's true. And, that's true. That's true. Who and, was he friends with when he went? And actually, I thought about it too. Like, you know what? Clint did side with. Uh, yeah, Clinton, 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 uh, Clinton and, and Sam were yeah. on the other side. Yeah. By the yeah. time they get back to Tony. It's go time with them. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. They you were guys not are... cool. They were not cool at the end. I yeah. mean, far from oh it. man, that just that's rough, man. That's rough, man. Never get on, never get on the bad side of the billionaire, man. <laughs> Yo, so, and, and, and his that's wife got a. Y'all talk about Tony, but homegirl got. She's a grudge holder. What y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Who? Piper. His wife, his baby mama. Oh, she cool. She might be cool, but she don't forget shit. Anybody can call me, but nah, we good. Look, I, if he I, took I, care I, of anybody, he took care of her. And if they know they got to go to her and they got to, like, and they didn't do any kind of, uh, like, rehabbing before they went to battle, she might be like, man, he wouldn't even fuck with y'all when he died. What you want with me? <laughs> I gotta take care of my um, baby. Clint? Gotta go see Rudy. Clint, Clint he got his money from his insurance money from his wife dying the first time. You good. Oh, mm. You really, uh, Mm-hmm. Mm. Not you act How like did they didn't come get them policies back. Come I mean, on now. Actually, 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 yeah, well, actually, phone calls to make. actually, 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 actually right. we, we, we actually do need this because this makes sense. This is a, this is a, this is, this is a Jessica Jones thing, you know, investigating a husband that's killed his wife uh, during the blip and then said it was a blip, but it was actually for the insurance money. So I'm just saying this makes sense. We should do this. Why didn't she come back? Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, 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 I uh, uh, the Lord no, works no. in mysterious ways. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and that's, I didn't like, come back. Why didn't she come back? I'm at, wh- Why'd she leave? I'm asking you. I got none of these answers, baby. Right. Stop calling me. I, yeah, I hate that, you so much that, right that, now. That, that, is, that, that is something that's like. I did. I did. Tim, Tim, everybody's come back that died during the blip but like tanya's not back yet is she have you oh man um yeah maybe she just doesn't want to be found like <laughs> like how many open I mean, investigations are there and people yeah. that died during the blip it's just like <laughs> right yeah he's like you know what oh, um boy. Mm. i need to check your crawl space homie mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, so. check your bank records what's happening uh, no i yeah. i i i i actually think that was probably one of the smarter ways to not just about the fact clint walking in there he's like i'm in the wrong business i've been i've been living my life entirely wrong but all the rest of it just kind of the way that you just like see yeah yeah no nah, i'm digging this but you can't you, him in the comics like they clearly changed that because he didn't flinch the name i rewatched right. it the did he react no nope so clearly something has changed but whatever i i bet there'll be an existing relationship maybe duquesne's a, a cover name maybe. like it's it's I can see them playing with, with that moment. I can I can see them playing it with Duquesne being a cover name and he's not gonna get it that he didn't get it from there. But uh the the name he said when they were first looking in the database. Sloan. Mm-hmm. How far down that rabbit hole you think we jump in? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's gonna end up being a red herring? I think it's something for us for now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the thing with the aunt uh last episode. Right. Okay. 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 Where I thought it was the wackos, and she's like, "Nah, dog. We just thought to pick pick the name." Like, all right, I feel you. 
Like, I get it. Sometimes they just, it's like, um, if you ever watched the animated spectacular Spider-Man show, it was done by the same guy who did Gargoyles and is currently doing Young Justice, those big storylines. Every yeah. background character is a named Spider-Man character. And he said, was it for Red Herring? He said, no. Because if it's in the background, we've got 86 years to pull from, why wouldn't I name the characters? Mm-hmm. I think that's no, a... the name is just a name. But like, I, I got my eye on it, too, though. You're not wrong, bro. I'm, 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 I'm well, I think that's the thing. Though. Okay. That's, okay. I think that's the thing that they do all and the time, And by that too. guy who did... Do you mean Greg? I didn't want to, like... I wouldn't have, but, but, Greg, Evan, Greg Weissman is not a name drop. It's a alienate people drop. Why? I don't know. People are dumb. Not you guys listening, other people. Oh, I'm like, I love Greg Weissman. He's cool. Yeah, I mean, so. he's crazy. Um, cool. Anyway, you were going to say something. My bad. I didn't mean to drag us off topic. Nah, I can't remember now. Um, I did I get one email for Hawkeye Season 3 from DB. It says, let me start off by saying Hawkeye has been, uh, been an enjoyable watch. However, I watched Episode 3 and came away with a huge complaint. The complaint that I had was that with the episode is how they filmed some of the scenes with Maya and, and Kazi while we're, when they were signing. Because our conversation we filmed, but then mid-conversation would cut away and show something else with the captions of the conversation. I'm not a deaf person, but I'm trying to become an ASL um, American Sign Language interpreter. From what I know of deaf culture, if you're not looking at someone while they're signing, you're effectively ignoring them. When it comes to matters of inclusion, Marvel tends to get things right. And this is one time where I felt like they did not. When Makari was signing in Eternals, I do not remember them going away from her while she was signing. I get the movie and TV shows are different directors, but I thought someone would have said something. Um, Do you guys have anything on this? Because, like, I think I know the scene he's talking about. Yeah. And okay, what do you think? Um, I I'm feeling like some of it is deliberate, but I also feel like some of it is exactly what he's describing. Because even earlier, when they have her in the school when she's a small child, and they make the teacher look away from her, mm-hmm. and then you realize the teacher knows they have a um a, a child who at a minimum reads lips in their class, and then but they keep moving the camera away. And then dot, dot, dotting and coming back to the where she's reading the teacher's lips. I was like, that feels the wrong way to handle this. So when it carried forward, I'd already kind of blipped on it that it felt like it was kind of purposeful. Yeah. But I, yeah, you want to say something, D? Yeah. I thought it was, was you're supposed to feel uncomfortable with it. I thought that it was deliberate. I thought in the classroom it was deliberate to show how she could only. She was so dependent on the reading lips. And I thought some of the things now is showing that she wasn't as dependent on even knowing the signing. She knows people's intent now through body motion, through watching people. Like, I think that that was, for me, that it showed her ability to look away and still know what was being said. So I think it's two things. I think, one, I think the scene with the kid, because I don't think that was the one he was talking about here. I thought that scene was supposed to, again, I thought it was supposed to be uncomfortable on purpose because you're right. She, I thought it was, so I, I think, Everything they did here was deliberate. It could, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they could be that they just missed the ball on this. But I thought that was the point of at least the, the scene in the classroom. That, yeah, the teacher, because that's why she later asked, I thought you were going to put me in a school with other deaf kids because then that wouldn't have happened because the teacher right. is literally just, it, it, like you said, doesn't realize what she's doing. Like it's it's one of those things, and I thought. But that I think was it meant later on that when she turned her back on that conversation, it's because she was done with him. And and this is, and that's where I was yeah. going for for that. So yeah. and, and and that's where I was going on for that. I I, I think in the the scene he's talking about. Cause I went back and after I read the email, I went back and looked at the scene. I think those shots are done, like you said, because of that. One, 
she's she's frustrated and done with him and that. But there's other scenes too where they move the camera off of that person to um to show the emotion on the face. And so I thought that's what that is for. I I, I absolutely believe that it is it's supposed to be a sign of disrespect. I thought that's what that was because she was very frustrated and angry at him and what he was saying and doing. And so I thought it was perfect. Now I could be wrong. Maybe I'm I, wrong, and I maybe it was, it's not. I, I think I thought you were right because I thought it carried over from her completing the worksheet without having all the instructions. I don't need all your information, dog. I know where you're going with this. I'm disrespecting you on purpose. Yeah, this is, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear. That's that's the effectively me walking out of the room while you're talking. Yeah, like, I don't I, hear this shit. Like, and, this and, and, and that's a, that's yeah. all I took. And again, maybe I'm especially wrong. since yeah. it came after, she's like, "Remind me who's in charge again." Yo, no, when she right. that, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be relax." And, 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 and that's and that's what I'm saying. So that's why I had to go back and watch that scene. I was like. If if disrespect comes out of the scene, I think I'm like I think that was <laughs> that was supposed to be on purpose because she's literally telling this motherfucker it's like you work for me like we're not gonna have this conversation and 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 you're not gonna sit here and try to try to try to say this shit to me because I'm running this shit like even before that moment when she when he grabs her and tells her to stop when when she's like choking the shit out of Kate I'm like you who are you because. You must value your. You must not value your life because I think. I'm like, gonna, oh, you think you're more important than you are, right? And I, and, that, and that's where I did it. So again, could be wrong. Don't know, but I, to me, I felt like that's what why those are. The Macari scenes and the turns are different because there's not a time when she's actually trying to purposely disrespect everybody. Because she's literally talking to family. She's talking to people who are warm, and it's not a. It's not a. It's not an argument. To be perfectly honest. In this case, yeah. it's like it felt more of a. Con- Contentious, not really necessarily uh, super contentious because it's, it's clear there's a level of trust between the two of those characters there, but it's really on some, you kind of forgot your place. You can't sit there and talk to me this way. You know? I, I also thought it was super interesting. Um, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but when he chokes out Kate, he's like, yo, you can't, her, you can't touch. Yes. And I was like, I was like, all right, all yeah. right. Maybe so, Jack works for Uncle. Yeah. Maybe Uncle so, is Jack. Like, I, I, was like, I did, okay. I did catch that too. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Why? It's like, right? Because it's like, why wouldn't you just kill her? Like, and so I did catch that too. I was like, what do you mm-hmm. mean? You can't, you can't do that. What do you? At so, a minimum, I think I'm like, oh, you know who she is, and right. you know she matters for some reason. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Also, also the fact that like nobody questioned the fact that. She was in the running. She's not running, right? So it's like clear she's not. Um, on she's another like note, sorry. On another note, I did not have a problem with Maya's taste for Clarence and how it was portrayed. Keep in mind the deaf community opinions on use of hearing aids while very widely, and I would not say Maya represents feelings of deaf people. No, I mean this is. I mean I know this because we sound sound of metal. Like this is brought up repeatedly in some in that film. This is made um, and literally covered something like this. So it's not. I don't think that her distaste for him having. Um, the hearing aid was more about the district, uh, him doing that. I think it was more along the lines of also the fact of her, you know, did she have money to have that? Like the, I don't that, think she was distasteful. I think she was disappointed that after yeah. they cut his hands free, yeah. he barely knows yeah. ASL. Yeah, I think, and I think and that. She, yeah, I think she thought she was going to get to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was more along the lines of what it was, and that you again, the, you rely too much on technology to to do. And when, stuff yeah, so, when she realized that, oh, he's probably newly deaf mm-hmm. right yeah people know again people know who clint barton is yeah they don't know that he's got hearing loss and he now has a disability yeah. with respect to his hearing in that respect and how, so and, and how quickly it is because like he can't hear 
shit. So yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I I thought it was, I thought it was just like kind of difficulty, but when they he goes a little bit of time without it, you're like, oh no, like you really. In, in his you know. defense, as an old person, when he's like, they're like, you you need you depending on hearing, he's like, not all the time. <laughs> I, I feel the world's a little loud. I turn it down too, Clint, if I could. Well, here, here to the right, but I think, but I think with the relationship with Maya right there, she was just pointing out something to him that's another adjustment that he's gonna need to make to his life. Right. Oh, I was just you making know. a joke. Same thing about but, the LARPing thing. I just think LARPing's stupid. It wasn't a larger thing. <laughs> I know you think mm-hmm. LARPing's stupid, but every once in a while, when you're flippant, you you touch on something I'm not that touching is, I'm, I'm, which I'm is worth, that which is I'm worth a conversation for doing stupid. something that's stupid. You think people are dumbarkers? That's what I'm saying. I want to be sure I, I, I wasn't I, making. I, I will say. I will say this. He, I mean, he wasn't dependent. I, on, he, I didn't want to get any credit for any larger thought there. I wanted to be explicit. I, I wasn't trying to give you credit dumb. for the larger thought. I was just right. saying that every once in a while, when you're being flippant and deep palm, there's something in there worth discussing, and I'm gonna make you talk about it, whether you want to or not, because that's my job here is to get on your nerves. It's, it's, it's my job. It's my job. It's my job. It's what happens when you have brothers. You're not related to me, y'all family you can't get rid of me this is what happens to I, life. I, did, I did want to but point out way. i did want to point out that he didn't need his hearing aid when he shot that dude uh that was creeping over from behind either so i'm just like listen boy is you know he's got he's got some skills yeah i'm just yeah just saying yeah i know but i think he wore no looks through hands that was nice thank I mean, you. but i think that's i think that was nicely a point to her make that sarcastic uh, that make that remark and she's being serious mm-hmm. and then not even five minutes later he's clearing the room half of the time with people at his back well, so and, 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 and I think and I think the other thing too is like and you see later on, I don't think it's necessary because he because t- when he got the hearing back he took it out when Kate was sitting there talking to him. Yeah. So I, I also that. don't think that he minds not hearing some people sometimes. I think no. the biggest thing though came and the reason why so depending on it, it's the only way for him to communicate with his kids when he's on the phone right now, right? Right. To hear that voice, something that he hasn't heard in five years. I think that's where that piece comes in and him relying on that hearing aid. It's for moments like that. Talking to his son, the son that he's hasn't seen in five years. And then when they show after five years, he's gone through all this stuff in the five years. His kids come back and they write where they were at five years. It didn't. We we understand if you can't make it daddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like because to them. They're just like, hey, no, daddy's an Avenger. Daddy sometimes can't make it because he's working. It's fine for them. It's like Clint needs to be home for Christmas. Like, he needs to be home for I'm saying it right now. He needs to be home for Christmas because, damn it, this dude hasn't had a Christmas in five years with his family. He needs that shit, right? But I also don't want him to take this shit home to his family again. No, 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 no. But that's, again, I think, and that goes to what we were talking about. This is the journey, right? Clint. As much as he's yeah. on that, I'm too old for this shit. He needs this, this journey to just, be able to enjoy that. Because again, remember when we saw him at the musical? Like he's still going through PTSD where he can't sit through a. I mean, granted, it's Rogerson. He didn't want to sit. Oh, he didn't want to the musical first. Of all. Yeah, he didn't want to go to that. He Let's make something very clear how this show ends. It ends with the fight where Clinton and Kate are defending the house at the farm. It ends with that yeah. because what did Echo say? I want to know everything about Clint Barton. Yes. This ends yep. with her getting turned to their side and then giving information to someone above her and they assault the farm at the race home in time for Christmas because that's how, just spoilers, that's thematically how this show has to end. Yeah, he has to bring the, the war home and he has to lean on all of his skills to defend it, the light and the dark. I'm sorry. Yes. But I don't want that. 
because wow. they've been through enough. It this doesn't mean there. that I don't know it's coming. Okay, it doesn't mean I don't know no, it's coming. No, but no, but I, but I think, but I think, that, I think, it's, but no, 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 but I think there's some. Shut up! prepare. No, 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 but I think this is different. But this is different, though, right? I think, I think, I think the difference here is Clint never brings it home, right? Right. That was like when in in going again going back to. You know, Age of Ultron, when the Avengers finally do come home, they didn't even know he had a family because he never brings it home. And so I think part of the journey for him is he has to reconcile that at home. He has to accept the fact that I am Hawkeye, I am am a hero, I am this, I can't be two things. Again, going back to the point they very beautifully made with the opening with Maya, you're going to have to learn to navigate and hop between these two worlds. It even goes back to to Clint's arc, if you go back to like the MCU, when when he shows up in Civil War. Thought you retired, yeah. Played 18, shot 18, can't seem to miss. Like, he wanted to get out. (laughs) He wanted to go and be a family man, and then he couldn't. Mm -hmm. And then when he got arrested again, he took the deal to go. He figures it's always one or the other. And yeah. this is the story of him figuring out that one is the other. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he doesn't get to have that. And quite frankly, he also is going to have to realize trying to maintain that schism is why he cracked like an egg and went on a murderous ass. Right. And, and, the, and the fact that the fact that again, every hero learns is that your family is more accepting of this and understanding of this. His family is way more understanding of him having, you know, daddy got to go to work. His wife, everybody had, right now is not on some Oh man, daddy's doing it's like, oh no, no, we know what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. They're, and yeah, like, they know and, who and, and he is he, better and, than and, he right, does. And, and, right, exactly. And I think that's what that's what he needs. And then Kate needs to see the true cost of what that means. Because she's also about to have no family, so there's that too. Listen, so. let's be real. Somebody <laughs> in Kate, I I don't like saying this, but Kate is the type of person with the way that they've written this character and some of the pieces they put together, what of her dominant backstory now. And the fact that she's an only child now, Kate, somebody gonna have to die on Kate. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be Kate's fault too. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be terrible. It's gonna have to be tragic because they, the way they've designed this character, she's got a certain kind of Teflon, a certain level yeah, of... That attitude is what's permeated a lot of the storytelling that I think is super wrong. You don't have to have tragedy. You don't, ah, ah, ah. you don't have to have tragedy to be a hero. You have tragedy to take it seriously. You write a Tim Drake or a Wally West, and you can create someone who just wants to do good for the sake of doing good, who understands the weight and the risk, and can learn it without the, the, the tropey tragedy of someone dying. I'm not saying that. That's, it's not about her desire to be a hero. It's about the bubble that she persists in trying to live in and it's going to have to get burst. Do I want it to be burst by tragedy? No, but this is how I, they do. I, I, that would be the biggest failing of the show. In my opinion, if that, if that happens, this show, if she can learn other ways besides killing someone. If the, that, if I didn't say she was going to kill someone. I said, someone's going to have to die. I don't, but I, I agree. with that. I don't think I'm, I'm with deep. Palm. I don't think she needs to learn it by somebody dying. But I, I agree then with you, I hope Ro. I'm wrong. But, but I want but, to be wrong. But and Ro, I agree with you. In right, you know, like the likelihood of it being somebody like possibly her mom or something like that. Possibly. Um, I, I don't but, even. Like, th- I don't even think it's going to be that. I, I. I think the reason this circles back to what I was bringing about what I kind of feel is is an element that hasn't been introduced yet. I think this is my fear. I think this is how that element is going to get introduced. I want to be wrong because I really am enjoying the way that they are giving her an organic coming to this 
and the way that they're setting her up and seeing things and she's been adjacent to to high drama but a little safe because she's with clint she's been in danger but she's good enough to get herself at least clear enough to get somebody at her back. And I'm hoping that's the journey that she continues to be on. I'm hoping that is kind of more of a natural evolution, which is why I was hoping we get an external element for what I'm feeling is a little missing in kind of the, the space between them for this story. But I want to be wrong, but I think that some of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jonesing for now, it's going to come through an element of tragedy. I don't think it's going to be because she kills somebody. I think it's because she's going to finally see or be somewhere in the shit and something's going to go down and her culpability in it isn't going to be something that she can just kind of shrug off maybe. on cool right. trick bows and cool costumes well, well, maybe or, i'm hoping they yeah. give us something different for that story well, arc it, it, but they're yeah. kind of building to that as a little bit of a precipice i hope they don't push her off well, but i think I, they will well i think one because i mean they're clearly building towards young avengers so that's one of the reasons why i think maybe they won't because he's also supposed to be basically really young so they might not right okay fair. I, I think, I I think mean, with dc i i think the way you can do this is her being adjacent to all the shit that clint's going through right the fact that really all of this is coming down to choices that Clint made by putting that costume on. But then there's also going to be the fact that we still have like Elena out there somewhere who thinks that, that Hawkeye and Clint is responsible for the death of, of Black Widow. So Kate just seeing this is going like, shit, you're doing all this shit? <laughs> like, this is all that you're going through? It's like, yeah, kid, it's not all fun, trick arrows and, and costumes. There's real consequences for this. You're constantly having somebody who's coming for you and dealing with you. You have to, you know, if you're going to have a family, you got to either, you know, you got to be able to handle that. Like there's real consequences coming out of it. And that might be part of what she starts to understand and see. Cause I also think at the end of this, she's probably going to lose her family, whether her mother dies or doesn't like her mom, we kind of are sitting there going is a villain. So she's going to come out of this with nobody you know, to, but that dog, <laughs> but, right. dog, but right? you just reminded so. me of something which kind of gives me hope that you guys are right. Yelena. Yeah. Like I forgot. I forgot. Right. I don't know how, because I love Florence Pugh and I love Yelena, but yeah, it could simply be an ass kicker from Yelena. That too. I mean, you're right. You're right. There is a way for her to get it without them having to go down well, that path. And she's no, kind of, she's, my happiness right. is renewed. This is why I love y'all. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I like the discussion. Thank you. Well, all right. Well, um, that's it for episode three. So episode four comes out this week. We got three left. Um, finish right before the holidays. So again, folks, make sure you guys subscribe on Super Tuesday Recap. Um, iTunes, Twitter, Radio, Spotify. We'll also be getting back to reviewing a lot of stuff when it comes to movies. We've seen a lot of stuff. We just haven't reviewed them because we've been trying to vote in our respective of um, critics groups for this. So myself, Ro, and Brandon will be back to start doing a lot of reviews. We've seen a lot of stuff. Um, apparently more than some other critics because uh, I do not agree with some of the lists uh, or you know, whatever. But anyway, Listen, y'all gonna um, get these awards reviews. I'm excited, uh, especially well, if I had to drag somebody kicking and screaming to see a particular movie. Y'all gonna make it through that movie. I won't talk about these, it. Some of these things are boring, just saying. But, um, yeah, there's send okay. you some liquor. It'll be all, all right. right. Um, all right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we will be back soon. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>